This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Because sometimes an episode is simply good. Do we do cold openings or should we just oh, I don't get into remember. It? Maybe we should just get into I it. I think we should I just get like... into it. I'll be yeah. cold enough anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. What's your Scooby Doo? after you. Jeepers. Fred says fuck. Hello and welcome back to Fred says fuck, your favorite Scooby Doo podcast and our favorite Scooby Doo podcast, the favorite Scooby Doo podcast of Scooby Doo podcast connoisseurs, 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 connoisseurs. That's us. Connery. Yeah, Connery Church. Um, I'm your host Chaz. If you recall me, I'm I'm a person. Hi. And I'm your host Robin. Who I'm I'm pretty sure it's been so long since we've recorded the last one that I've changed my name. Yeah, I think that might then. be true. I don't know. If, I think maybe in the last one you were Robin. I don't remember though. I'd have to I'd have to double check because it's been yeah. about a year since the last yeah. episode. So, so it's like our, our annual bringing back of the Fred's as Fuck podcast. It is, it is good to be back. I'm. I feel. I feel good about it. How do you feel? I, I feel extremely excited. I feel ready. Um. I feel groovy. You feel groovy. Yeah. You're feeling down with the kids, down with the teens of Coolsville High. I'm feeling exceptionally down with You're the kids. You're feeling 35 years old. At I'm Coolsville feeling 48. High. You're feeling 59 years old at Coolsville High. Is it cool, Coolsville High? I think that's what it's I think called. so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Listener, buddy, pal, friend, friend, hog, co- comrades. <laughs> Um, we, we've we've come back this this fine day to uh, bring you news of a thing that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, if you recall, we we had a running little joke about the Riverdale style Scooby Doo remake that we dreamed of, um, <laughs> and then some some guys decided to do that literally um, through Kickstarter, and then like try and get licensed. Um, Maybe. <laughs> maybe <laughs> somehow they were like just pick it up yeah because it'll be so good that fucking whoever owns the rights to scooby-doo these days will be like this rules make more of this and we'll license you or something yeah i don't, I don't know what their plan is i haven't been paying that much attention but they have released the first episode they, the first you know, episode is out it's on youtube it's, it's on youtube you can watch it right now it um, is like just we did. under an hour long they've literally timed it so that and there is a perfect point in the middle of the episode where they expect to have a commercial break that's they've just put a commercial break in <laughs> For for no, it's like got a commercial cut for no reason. Even though there's no commercials, it's on YouTube. It's not on television. It will probably never be on television. But they're like, listen, if this was a, a network TV show, this is where we think the cut would be. This is where the commercial would go. It is Which- extremely funny. I also think it's like, I kind of feel like the monkey's poor curled a little bit because. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like ever since we started this podcast, I've been like, oh, I really want a Riverdale Scooby-Doo adaptation. And now yes, I have we, one. We have, we have been saying that. <laughs> we have been saying this. And now it's happened. Um, so I don't feel like I can complain too much. But, uh, uh, <laughs> let's, okay, let's. <sighs> it's so funny. If you go on there, so they're, they're funding it through Indiegogo. Oh, uh, hell yeah. And they said explicitly that they wanted to do a Riverdale slash Supernatural style live action 
TV Slash show. Supernatural style. They're, they're courting the CW. Exactly. They're like, please, CW, we're so good. We're so like all your other TV shows that the teens love. You want us. You want yeah. us so bad. We're all 35 and playing teenagers. You <laughs> love that shit. We're 47 <laughs> years old and boy, do we look it. <laughs> you remember when you made Paul Wesley, a 30-year-old man, play a 17-year-old on The Vampire Diaries? Well, we've well, got the show for you. We, we've got worse makeup. Um, <laughs> and we're prepared to make some kids look as old as, as possible. Um, so, so this, this is a thing that was, uh, was made through Indiegogo that we talked about before, uh, created by Dade Elza and Jessica Chancellor. Uh, Dade play. is not a real name, but that's okay. <laughs> they play Fred and Daphne respectively as well. Mm, and boy how well sort of tell that this is their project i don't know (laughs) i don't know man (laughs) i don't know how i feel about this um it's it's very independent it's 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 an indie film (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's 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 an indie film it's mumblecore actually (laughs) sometimes it is um do you because we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna run through this right and we're gonna talk about it Mm -hmm. um but before we do Let's start with some simple ones. Do you, did you like it? Like, like kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> I think it, I think it just tickles that part of my brain that was like, wow, what if Riverdale, but Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. um, that I've been craving for so long. At the same time, uh-huh. the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the acting is... I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna call it choppy. Yes. Um, and some of the editing is yes. also pretty. What choppy. I would call insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some creative choices that I really don't understand, mm. and and I will say I think it does very obviously suffer from like scale problems. Like it's. Like, they managed to get, like, school settings and stuff for the show, but it feels very empty because, obviously, they've not been able to hire, like, a school's worth of extras, obviously. It's a a school full of adult men. (laughs) It's a school full of 40-year-old guys who are on the baseball team. Yeah. They've got full beards and wrinkles and huge crow's feet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what about you? Yeah, I thought it was pretty bad. I'm gonna... I'm not gonna lie. Like... There's so okay. First of all, obviously, as you said, the acting is pretty bad. Um, it it depends on. Sometimes it's not even bad necessarily, but I think it combines with the editing and yeah. the bad script, making it seem worse. Like I think the like, Velma actor isn't terrible, but like no. the way like the clunkiness of her script just it's makes it good. seem way worse. And she's like speaking really fast and she's like oh oh i'm velma and i love science my oh mr. no science. I, my I'm mr not science personal interaction. i'm not good at personal interaction oh no i'm embarrassing myself like i am right now that's just like me haha and it's like okay what anime bullshit she, is this she's script? extremely it really comes across to me that she is maybe a stage actress yeah a lot of this felt quite stagey yeah to be honest. like i feel like her but the thing is like We'll get into it, but a lot of the scenes in this, she's paired opposite Fred. And she's giving, like, what I would say is a pretty (laughs) decent stage performance. And he is giving, like, the most 
serious, <laughs> like he, supernatural he is, episode kind of he energy. Is, and he it is just... Keith Sutherland on 24. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adult man with a baseball bat going, you don't understand, Vilmer. This thing killed my parents. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get them. I'm going to get this monster. Nothing's going to stand in my way. Jinkies! <laughs> Jinkies, Fred? That's insane! <laughs> That's not scientifically possible. Uh, it's, so yeah, I think the script doesn't help. Um, obviously, the, the acting style is completely different for like the majority of the characters. Yeah. The parents as well, I think. I don't know if these are like their actual parents. <laughs> They're not that like, young. No, well, obviously. Uh, or just some like some like extras they hired who they're like giving yeah. parts to but like they're almost painful they're painful to watch they they really give like student film vibes yeah i would say community theater vibes but like an extra in a community theater production yeah like 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 daphne's, daphne's mom, mom is the worst she's so bad but i think i think shaggy's dad is also really bad um in his first scene where he's yeah. like what are you talking about you've got to ride in with me and he keeps like putting his hands out in like the way of someone who doesn't really know how to act does yeah like, is are you scared to drive to school with your dad you should get in norbert norbert norville i know scooby-doo i'm a scooby-doo <laughs> expert i have a podcast um, he does. He does look like someone told him that you have to when you act, you also act physically, and he was like, "All right, he's, he's I'm not going to take any advice on how to do that." <laughs> but it's, it's just it's so awkward as well the way he acts. Um, Velma's mum, who the fuck knows? She, she had, doesn't really do a lot. She, she got had, like one line. Yeah, one line at the end. Fred's parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> they di- they died of um, stomach pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They got they the ouch, of- ouchy tummy and they died. <laughs> <laughs> they died of tummy hurts for a little bit too much yeah. for a little bit too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll never know. Well, we'll never know. This is never going to be explained how exactly they died because it's irrelevant to the plot, apparently. Um, um, what else was I going to say? The, the soundtrack is very funny. Because it's not necessarily yeah. bad, but it feels like almost always inappropriate to the scene. And then it's yeah. mixed kind of funnily um the like the filming looks pretty good like it's it's pretty the, it's high quality the camera work is good yeah the camera stuff is is good the editing makes it bad sometimes because it kind of cuts it does like shot shot reaction and stuff but it leaves like too long of a gap in between yes. doing it but that is an yes an editing choice though i think i would say the camera work is like solid throughout the whole thing I can't wait to talk about all the bad acting in this because there's I so know. many. I, ke- I keep thinking of like new guys who are really bad, um, <laughs> and there's too many. It'd be it'd be giving away too much. I just like the fucking hex girls. I oh completely... my god, the editing in that scene where they first appear. It's I bizarre. Mean, well, it's really funny. <laughs> um, if, we, if we go through it chronologically, yeah. Well, like first of all, and I wrote all this out, so okay. I, I think it bears. Um, I think it's a good idea to just read the introductory monologues for oh my God. this and Riverdale, just so we can get an idea of like how similar the tone being struck here. Okay. Is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read them both out, but um, I'm not going to say which. I'm going to omit the name of the town. <coughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> so this is, this is the opening voiceover that we get. 
yeah uh, when this starts um and i also want listeners to bear in mind that both of these shows start with like high up kind of panoramic shots of rivers mm. late like like the small town streets and stuff like people yeah like cheerleaders people yeah. like you know the character setting a setting a tone setting a tone, <laughs> setting a kind. Scene. so here is the first one our story is about a town a small town and the people who live in the town from a distance it presents itself like so many other small towns all over the world safe decent innocent get closer though and you start seeing the shadows underneath that's so true the name of our town is and our story begins, I guess, with what happened this summer. And then the second one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to... A town once stuck in the past, but ever improving, striving towards its bright future. It's a quaint and pleasant town, the type you read about in stories with warm and pleasant endings. It's a town built on family, fueled by the pride of its residents and honour for all their achievements. Yet most are blissfully ignorant to what lies in the dark. Our story begins as I see it with what happened at the beginning of autumn. Thing is, they're almost exactly the same. This is trying so hard to be Riverdale, yeah, uh, but with but with supernatural stuff in it. Which I mean, that's what they said, so I guess they're delivering. Yeah, but like, there's so many direct references to the TV show Riverdale that it feels like pandery. A or little like bit. awkward. It's I like, think, haha, don't you get what we're doing? You I think, should. I think their goal is that it just gets straight picked up by Netflix. Mm. And then it can be in the same universe as Riverdale and Sabrina. Yes, maybe. I. <laughs> okay, well, we can, we can reveal that the, the second one, the second one is the one for this show yeah. that you read out. Yeah. Um, and I think you can tell because it's slightly worse. I don't know if it is. When I was writing out the, the, the Jughead one, it's like, this is a story about a town, a small town, and the people who live in the town. From a distance, it presents itself like so many other small towns all over the world. That's not very good. That, that's, not, that's not great, no. I, I, I think it's just like, the, the words where it's like, um, and, and honours their achievements, and it, it sort of yeah. doesn't seem to work. It doesn't seem to mean anything. Like, it feels so procedurally generated. It's like, yeah. once once stuck in the past but ever improving and it's like what isn't everything <laughs> what does that we also have no context mean for anything. that no what does that mean <laughs> oh it, don't worry it was stuck in the past but it's ever improving improving what what does how that, what does that mean it's, it's just like word salad it's just like ooh, ominous words yeah uh, and then we, we keep seeing like the characters who we're gonna meet it's very funny that um, the opening monologue has like this shot of Fred and his parents walking down the street and they look kind of maybe about 10 years older than him at most. <laughs> and he's like in a Letterman jacket, like jumping on their shoulders like a, a kid with no cares in the world. And it's like, you <laughs> wow, guys could sh- all work sure, together. I sure hope nothing bad happens to this happy-go-lucky kid. <laughs> we, we hear this monologue. It's uh, pretty bad. Yeah, but it, like, it, uh, but it set, sets the tone of the show it for does. sure, and it, it cuts to like Fred, shirtless Fred, forty year old Fred, <laughs> Fred's <laughs> Fred's shirtless forty year old torso in nine <laughs> bed. Who is Dade? Who, as we said before, is one of the creators of the show and the writers. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and good. he he kind of looks like Carlisle Cullen from Twilight. Yes. Yeah. Similar age. Yeah. More tired. <laughs> Even more tired. Yeah. Um, and he like wakes up in a storm and he hears a scream from downstairs. And so he gets up with a baseball bat. Mm. Um, he, he he gets up. Yep. And he, he goes downstairs um, and there's like blue flashing. Again, I think that like camera works pretty good. Um, but he's like downstairs. It's all blue lighting. And he sees the bodies of both of his parents who are dead <laughs> from dying disease. They, they, <laughs> they died of tummy hurty. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, there is no visible wounds. This is something which so far in this in this series has not been explained. Because um, he sees a, a scary demon. Yeah. Uh, Asmodeus with like a hood and red eyes. And it looks like, I don't know, like the space bulls, like Jawas. I was going to say, it looks kind of like death in Terry Pratchett, but with red eyes instead of blue. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's fine, like practical effects. I don't mind that. I think that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but like this is never explained uh, <laughs> how anyone else thinks they died. Like everyone's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Your parents are dead. Uh, you've got to, you get the house now, blah, 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 whatever. But no one's like, no one explains what the cause of death is. Yeah. Because he sees the <laughs> demon. He kind of thinks that it's the demon that's killed them. Yeah. The audience knows that it's the demon that's killed them. Yeah. But like, what does the what's on the sheriff report? Yeah, what's on the coroner's report? <laughs> what does it hurty. say on their death certificate? <laughs> <laughs> Died of tummy hurty too bad. <laughs> Died of oh no, I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> Died of ah oh, my back. <laughs> did they have a heart attack? Did they both have a simultaneous heart attack? And well, does no one think that weird? Fred or, is like... forty, so his parents could be like seventy. So maybe they just died of natural causes. <laughs> They look pretty young. They did look pretty know. young. They're, they're, they're like the Fred actor's friends, probably. They're all the same age. Yeah. But it's like, like two, because everyone keeps acting like he's like insane for finding their death suspicious or whatever. But like both of them died at the same time of no discernible cause, which yeah. seems suspicious on its own, even if you're like not saying, oh, it was a ghost. Yeah. You would be like, okay, oh, gas how, how the f- or yeah, yeah, how the fuck did murder. these guys die? Yeah, exactly. Um, but no one is curious. No, it's fine. Um, then it like <laughs> it has him like looking at the demon, and then it cuts to the opening credits where it says like inspired by the characters from Scooby Doo by <laughs> Hanna Barbera, and it's like yeah, this is inspired by them. I would call it, it that. It's tr- truly inspired. Um, it's got like some sort of set, like uh, written song for the opening that's kind of stupid i don't know it, it feels very like free music yeah but it, it was it was specifically written for the show so i'm sorry yeah it's called like <laughs> sorry to that man or something yeah yeah uh but it's yeah like very river daily i think um oh no no the zillow <laughs> mansion bit <laughs> yeah we so we cut to um a middle-aged woman <laughs> That's unfair. She's maybe early thirties. Forty-seven-year-old woman, uh, a tired thirty-year-old woman, um, examining her face in a mirror. Uh, the I guess dressing. She's, she's doing powder. You know, it's, yeah. Oh, woman. Girl. She's like she's like trying to. Um, she's practicing smiling. She's practicing smiling. And we see like tiaras and we see purple stuff and we see sashes that all say Miss Coolsville or mm. Miss Teen Coolsville USA on them. 
Um, yeah. So pretty low, pretty low tier, in my opinion. Sorry, Daphne. <laughs> like, oh, I, I'm the best in Coolsville. Okay, it's not even Miss Ohio. Like? Yeah, that's like 50 people. I don't know. Yeah, which, by the way, they, they based this town in Ohio. Yeah, which is wrong. It's wrong. It should be in Florida. It should be in the swamps. It should be in. It should be in the swamps of Florida. 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 Florida is like Mordor, but Florida. or like Louisiana. Be a good yeah, Louisiana, like Louisiana some sort of swampy place, or at least just like put it in the Pacific Northwest. But I guess that's too close to Riverdale. Yeah. Um, Riverdale vibes, but like, you know, it it just it's in the High School Musical town. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very normal. Um, but I just, I feel like Ohio, no offense to anyone listening from Ohio, but what do you know about it other than that it's where Glee is set? Uh, it's farming communities. Yeah. I think. Ohio. Like, if I had to, if I had to name the first state that came to mind when someone said flyover state. (laughs) Yeah, it's like one of those ones that you go through, right? Yeah. Okay, it's it's taking a little while to load, but I can tell you that the thing when I put chief products of Ohio, one of the things that comes up is uh, um, Ohio Battalion Chief faces sexual harassment complaints. Hell yeah! <laughs> so that's fun. Um, I love SEO. Yeah, I mean I'm on I'm on uh, DuckDuckGo, so I'm okay. getting that that good shit. Yeah, those those real results, the results <laughs> that you want. Uh, I think maple syrup is a thing. Oh, just like in Riverdale. Farms. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be mostly maple syrup for some reason. Interesting. And like stuff made from maple syrup. Candles. Oh, um, tallow. Ta- yeah, tallow. <laughs> um, beeswax, maybe? Minerals. They're like the uh, oil products. There's some cows and some... I think, yeah, I think there's like corn agriculture i think mostly mm. some like weird <laughs> shits coming up on here the, the, the blake family have a big reputation in coolsville because they have a massive like tallow industry to their name they yeah. just make fat well, <laughs> apparently they had mines at one point but like a long time mm. ago in 1949 um which i don't think makes sense i don't think there's mines in ohio but maybe i'm wrong Maybe there were. Maybe it was like a... When was the gold rush? I don't know shit about American history. That was in the 1800s, right? Okay, so there, there were some. There were some okay. mines. Mine Alligator was 75. Mines. Yeah, in the Gouda mines. Uh, okay, fair play. Fair play. There's mines in Ohio. I'm sorry, the state of Ohio, for doubting you and the writers of um, <laughs> Mystery Incorporated. Which is... You can't call it that. Have we talked about this? No, I mean, like, the fact that... I don't get why they didn't just call it Coolsville. Yeah, if you're doing the Riverdale thing, just call it like Coolsville or like Incorporated. I mean, that maybe not. Yeah. Mystery Inc. Because Mystery Incorporated is the series. It's, it's, the, it's it exists. Yeah, it's it a thing. Exists. And it's like, I mean, I wonder if this is going to help them out in terms of copyright things. Because if anyone at the studios is like looking up Mystery Incorporated, they're going to get the actual Mystery Incorporated before they get this, so they might not True. see it. Like, I mean, if you put Mystery Incorporated on uh, YouTube search, this is the first thing that comes up. Oh. Well, Interesting, huh? Yeah. How much did you pay for that, Writers of Mystery Incorporated? <laughs> Do you think these guys have a shit ton of money? I, like, I know. It took 25 grand for the first episode. Hmm. That's how that's much That's quite a lot of money I think that's this. pretty... I mean, for a standard TV show, I think that's low. But obviously, this is independently 
I know yeah. Stranger Things is on the fucking millions of dollars per episode. But that's yeah, very but different. that's like that's, that's like the actors different. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and they have already raised a hundred. No, not hundred. They've already raised ten k for the next episode. Ooh, mystery two. Yeah, yeah. Is this out? Have they done this? Have they finished? They the haven't done episode? it. This is like the second episode funding thing, which seems like an insane way of doing things. Are they? That's crazy. Why now would that's you just like film it all at once. Patreon TV. That's incredible. <laughs> that's like, yeah, we're gonna each episode we have to do one at a time. These actors are gonna be like seventy five <laughs> years old by the time all of these episodes come out. <laughs> Quite exciting though. I'm like, maybe I will donate. I mean <laughs> I kinda want them to keep going. I know I'm not me gonna too. lie. I wanna like... see what else they come up with in the, in this in this the show. Yeah, so yeah, we're we're in we're in Daphne. We're in the manor. She's practicing smiling, but then she she's sad inside, so she like yeah. fake cries. <laughs> she she like doesn't look very sad at all, but then like wipes her hands under her eyes. Uh, yeah, so she's crying. <laughs> yeah, her acting not great. It's not great. It's she does a lot of staring. Is, she does. I think this is the worst scene that she's in. Yeah, I'd agree by far and i will say that's sort of to do with who she has to act across in the next yes yeah her mum calls her down and they have a conversation where her mum is like doing that remember that you're a blake and you can't eat carbs because you must be a royal and act and look like royalty and you must be beautiful to win homecoming queen and she's like yes mother she's like has reginald made has has he made breakfast and her mum's like yes of course (laughs) and then there's another huge gap and she says (laughs) french toast and her mum says now honey it's <laughs> just these huge like, silent yes, gaps reginald is the best cook in the county <laughs> she's just like french toast now definitely <laughs> i it's insane for homecoming queen i mean it is like on brand for mrs blake but she, she's nowhere near as fun as she is in the animated series where she's like an enigma she's like a strange strange woman who's like yeah Allergic constantly having like mental like, like breakdowns <laughs> yeah. uh yeah no it's it's not great it's very very badly acted as a, as like a second scene i was like oh no <laughs> this this doesn't bode well for the I rest know. of the episode um, i think it but, does improve you know, i think this is maybe the worst scene yeah I think there's also, I mean, some yeah. of it, yeah. I mean, maybe well, <laughs> there's a I lot think, of contenders. I feel. Yeah, I think what this this scene is really trying to do the like Betty versus Betty's mum in like the first episode of Riverdale before Alice got mm. like her own plot line and got cool. Yeah. Um, when she was evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when she like takes away her red lipstick and gives her the pink, and it's like pink purity. That's more your color. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Virgin pink Betty, you stupid (laughs) no sex freak. Um Yeah, it's 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 not great. Uh but this like, you know, this sets up the stakes for Daphne, which is that she has to be perfect because of the Blake name, which means a lot in these parts. Mm -hmm. Um so that's what but she's sad about it and this is this is important for her character. And then we cut um, to Shaggy's room. Shaggy. Shaggy. So How do you how do you feel about Shaggy? I think he looks the youngest. He does look the youngest. I don't think he looks young. 
No. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, like, I, he really didn't have as much to do in this episode as I, I thought he would. And it, to me, is, is weird that Fred is the... Is sort of the point of view character mm. of the show because, like, it's it's Scooby Doo. It's like I feel like if anyone's the title, like the the point of view character, it should be Shaggy. Well, yeah, I mean that's the whole thing when they when they cut it, so it was just like Shaggy and Scooby Doo for that yeah. one series, right? Because I mean, this isn't Scooby Doo because Scooby Doo is not important to this in any way. He no. is a no- he is a normal dog. He's a real just- Great Dane. Yeah, who just like hangs out and then occasionally like licks things when they hide treats in places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dog can't act. This dog this dog is a terrible actor. Um which is very funny. It's fine. And, like he's a nice looking dog though. They got a good Scooby dog. I'll give them yeah, that. Yeah, he he looks great. I just think Shaggy is very he's really the jughead of the show. He's yeah. <laughs> which is it's kind of difficult because Fred is already the jughead of the show. Yeah, cuz he's the monologuer. Yeah, he's like looks like Archie, but has the Jughead like persona internally. So instead, they're both <laughs> they're just both sort of sad boys. Yeah, who are who are bullied? Like they're both bullied sad boys, um, which which sort of doesn't bring a huge amount of energy overall because neither of them are like energetic characters, and Daphne is energetic but in a bad way, and I guess Velma is also energetic but like he's there's no like you know shaggy's supposed to be like comic relief yeah oh, and obviously the, obviously there's no comedy obviously there's no real comedy in this show <laughs> that's intentional really um i i'm not sure maybe there is um but, but he's just like yeah he's just like morose which makes it kind of weird i think he's he's like sad boy he's trying to he like doesn't want to go to school he i mean yeah he's just really jughead like you you put it perfectly like that's his that's his conflict like he's sad and he doesn't want to go to school and he was dealing drugs but now he's not and also his dad's the sheriff which is literally that's like jughead season what three Mm. (laughs) yes yeah 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 he is he's like season three jughead no, he's like he's not the saddest in the world, but he's like not doing great. He's got a drug addiction. Yeah. Um he's which we'll get he, into he's <laughs> so funnily is done so funnily. Um But yeah, so he's he's berated by his dad, who's the sheriff, um, for having too many tardies and he has to get to school and he's gonna drive him to school to make sure he goes because otherwise he'll be suspended. Mm. And that's all that happens. His dad is a bad actor. I do not care for the scene. Oh, also Shaggy uh, the dog does is say, there. Shaggy says zoinks. He says zoinks. They all say their like catchphrase. Um, apart from, apart Fred, from Fred, who doesn't say fuck <laughs> yet. Yet. That's yeah, an episode two, baby. Like, if you you have like no nothing no stopping you it. from saying fuck in this show, so you should you should you know it's put like, the effort in. What's that thing where it's like if it's a it's if it's a. 15 rated movie they can say fuck but only one time yeah like once yeah which and it's f- very funny because this is if it's like the number of times you say it that makes it better yeah <laughs> so <laughs> saturation reckon, yeah i reckon they should do that that'd yeah. be in the second episode so <laughs> yeah, get funding like, zoinks zoinks dad and his dad's like zoinks in my day we said stuff like i'm sorry dad i will leave my room uh, uh, just like okay great great dialogue guys <laughs> 
Um, really, really making it seem natural that he's a man that says zoinks. Um, so that that's our Shaggy setup, yeah. and then we see Velma, and her mum is we... an alcoholic. We know this because she's clutching a bottle of whiskey in her arm, she's like alcoholics do. Exactly, she's fallen asleep with the with the bottle, which is closed. Um, she remembered to put the cat back on, and she is lying there. She just she just like likes to hold it, mm-hmm. um, like a cartoon alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like which is quite funny it's literally such a nothing scene like Velma walks in like hi alcoholic mum who's also into <laughs> kooky stuff you've got a package by the door and then she sighs looking at her alcoholic mum and then she's like we miss you dad at the sky she went to the air. <laughs> it's, like, it's like how do we how do we communicate that her father died of, of poorly tummy <laughs> <laughs> that her dad died of sad sad tummy ache um, and it's it's her like talking to him and in a very naturalistic way I mean like I'm so sad that you died father a year ago <laughs> that it's so hard now that you're gone and my mother is a comedy alcoholic and we, is obsessed with demons I like the bookshop that they've based it in it's very mystery incorporated it is. animated series yeah it literally is like they've the characters are the are the same we we've we cut to this is a great scene. This scene, I and maybe I have no criticisms. I think this next scene is camp. The next one is like Fred. <laughs> is this the Daphne one. No, oh, it's, no. It's, it's, it it's comes Fred. to like the school. Fred is gym. learning. Fred is learning that what happens when you become an orphan is everyone thinks that this is hilarious and like prime <laughs> bullying material. They're like, "Oh, your parents are dead. That's hilarious." This is just like in Dear Evan Hansen when he was giving the speech and pe- and he like fucks up and people are like, "I'm gonna film this kid crying yeah. at a memorial and put it on TikTok." <laughs> this is comedy gold <laughs> this is com- this is comedy oh fred your parents dead that's so cringe <laughs> he's like he's like in the school gym or whatever like lifting like maybe two discs he's like bench pressing without he's a sad he's, he's, he's sad like benching sad, yeah he's yeah. sad benching and he's like screaming and he keeps having <laughs> flashbacks to the night his parents died and it's like this perfect shot of him completely shirtless and probably dehydrated <laughs> kneeling uh-huh. next to their bodies in this blue light going no <laughs> so dramatic it's um, uh it's acting baby yeah and then the bully um seth comes in and yeah he starts making fun of him for being an, a, a little orphan he's like a wow, little 40 you year old orphan you suck at throwing so bad because you got no <laughs> follow-through i guess your dad didn't teach you that before he fucking died <laughs> It's so funny that you're scream crying in the locker room, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> and then his bully friends, are, who are like 75 years old, are like, yeah, Fred, you fucking suck. <laughs> stupid piece of shit. That's Got what him. he said. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. It's so bizarre. And he's like, gets mad at them. But then luckily they're interrupted by a coach who sees these kids I mean, he doesn't say anything. He just appears. And then Seth goes, I'll catch you next time, Fred. And then walks away. And Fred's just like, wow, that was a, that was a close one. I almost had to fight this guy for making fun of my dead parents. <laughs> uh, Seth is like one of three non-white characters. I don't know, like four. Four, depending, yeah. But he's evil. But he's, so. he's the worst character. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's an evil man. He's like morally he's a, he's a, he's extremely he's, extremely bad. He's like I'm gonna. He's just, he's just like evil. Yeah, his character is I'm evil. 
I'm a teen, but I'm evil, but I love my girlfriend. Yeah, he's also Daphne. like I would say maybe one of the younger ones. Yeah, I could buy him as like a Riverdale teen. Yeah, I think he's the youngest looking one. Definitely amongst his group of like, yeah, guys. It's <laughs> like fifty year old football squad <laughs> who just look like goons from like a mafia movie. <laughs> And they pick him up like, like that. Yeah, as well. yeah, Seth, get him, get him, boy, get him. Yeah, let me at him. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Is it the next scene? Is um, is this the Daphne one? No, this one, Fred, because Fred gets a text from idiot lawyer. Oh yeah, that that's, comes up yeah, in, yeah. on his phone, and then he has to go to a meeting between his idiot lawyer, which is Harvey Birdman, who is another Hanna Barbera character. Um. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy's dad, the sheriff, and the principal, who is Seth's dad, who's the bully that just made fun of him for not having parents. Yeah, everyone's parents are very significant. Yeah, just like no one just no no one works in like an office. Yeah, no 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 one works for like I don't know a planning company or like and they're no accountants. They're all like the principal of the school or the sheriff of the town. Yeah, yeah, and they all they all tell him like this seems like to me is like one of the worst examples of dialogue because the dialogue between the three adults is like all shared yeah like you could just have one person there yeah they're like they're like reading off a script you can you can sort of tell Mm. um none of them have any distinguishing sort of speech patterns really even though the lawyer is supposed to be like a character yeah like like he's, he's a quirky he's really disorganized um this this whole thing I don't really get the point of this scene except to like set up I guess set up stuff later yeah. but it's kind of weird it's like oh you get to either live with your uncle or you get to live in your house now because you could technically be emancipated uh, this is a difficult choice take your time y- you a 40 year old man can become emancipated <laughs> live in a it's house very, it's very funny because he looks so fucking old <laughs> <laughs> He's seen shit, you know what I mean? He's been paying property taxes for a while at this point. He's like, wow, this man, this man owns three homes. Yeah. <laughs> he has five children. <laughs> this man is so old. Um, but yeah, the next scene is the Daphne scene with the posters. <laughs> I This scene is incredible. Um, I think it might be my favorite just because of how like weird it is i've written down some of the dialogue because i just want to read it out because it's just like it's so awkward the whole thing is just so strange when i'm a subordinate (laughs) like she oh so she she's just like hanging out with her cool friends who are her like flunkies and they literally she they're just like wow spirit week will be great they're both terrible actors um they they say the words badly <laughs> they're like wow this spirit week will be great cuz it's about us they're celebrating <laughs> us this year this year and um it's going to be great and then her boyfriend who Seth appears and he's like hi Daphne you're going to be homecoming queen and are you ready and she's like a Blake is always ready and then her her support is like that's so true okay so this is the bit i wrote down because like she's been she's been getting a gaggle of girls to cover up her rival ophelia's homecoming queen posters with her own Mm. and she's like yeah i'm a flake i'm always ready and then between them both of her friends are like that is so true girl you're the queen of the school 
Seriously. I love you both. You're beautiful, elegant. <laughs> you're like the picture of royalty. And then all of the guys who are like Seth's friends start chanting Seth. why does any of this happen it's just so funny because like saying like ah lies always ready that's just like a thing you say that's not something you like respond to yeah you don't go like that's that's real. that's a good point so true (laughs) you are you are always ready that's really that that is true that's true it's so bizarre and it's so funny it's it's just like really stilted as well like yeah the whole scene is just very uncomfortable would you say this if your best friend wanted to be prom queen and mm. like w- would you say like to them yeah girl you're the queen of the school like would you would you be no. this subordinate no <laughs> like it's it's bizarre like, <laughs> yeah you deserve it you're the queen of this school slay <laughs> <laughs> Go off, Go off, bestie. <laughs> uh, they're all so old. Um, and <laughs> and like she's like, and then she goes to Seth, and she's like, "Don't wear your yellow shirt under the Letterman jacket because it makes you look like you work at McDonald's." <laughs> yeah, no, she says it makes him look like Ronald McDonald. Oh, that's it. it looks it makes you look like Ronald McDonald, and then his like little guys are like, "Haha, it's so funny that your girlfriend made fun of you." Um. But then yeah. we, we cut to, to friend Shaggy, who's, like, putting up posters. Shaggy. Party. <laughs> at the warehouse. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he does parties. This is part of his master plan to... Question mark. Yeah, we don't know what his purpose What's is. What's his deal? What's he doing? Because he's, like, unpopular. Like, people kind of bully him. Um, he doesn't seem to have any friends. And he's, a for- he's-, he's a former drug dealer. Yeah, he's a <laughs> like tr- drug procurer. Yeah, which is insane because normally everyone's nice to drug dealers. <laughs> it's so stupid. Why would you bully the guy who gets you drugs? That's not how any high school works. <laughs> <laughs> like you might not like them personally, but you don't bully them. Like, no, you're not gonna get drugs. They just won't sell to you. They're just. <laughs> He's just gonna stop selling you drugs and like you're gonna threaten him, but like he could just be like, These guys keep trying to buy drugs off me. Um He can tell his dealer. Yeah. He can be like, Don't sell to these guys and he could get them just completely cut off. Like you could do that. You yeah. Know? It's it's stupid. street justice. <laughs> I guess he's like unpopular and he's trying to hold big parties that are really well successful under a pseudonym, which is Shaggy, because everyone knows him as Norville. Yeah. Uh, so in the end, he can be like, surprise, it was me, I'm Shaggy. And everyone will be like, ah, oh, you're so cool, actually. And we never knew. Yeah. This is how I imagined it. But this is all stuff that I made up because yeah, no, this is I, not stated. I agree with you. None of that is, like, said. But yeah, it's also very funny. There's, like, he has these flyers up that, yeah, like you said, it's, like, Shaggy at the warehouse. like, it's, on like, the like, an, it's like an acid rave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, this, like, neon green and black posters. And there's, like, a bit later on where one of the football guys is saying, like, oh, great flyer. And I'm just like, is <laughs> No, it's not. It's, it's very like 2005. It, it says all the information that it needs to, but I wouldn't call it a great flyer. It's a fine flyer. It's fine. Uh, he's just been putting these around, and lucky for him, um, Daphne has a, an altercation. Well, I think first of all they announce they announce the homecoming. Yeah, so the principal comes on to the microphone in the no cap. No cap. <laughs> So the principal, who is Seth's dad, comes on the like um, speaker in the high school and is like, 
Good morning, Coolsville High. It's your principal here, speaking to you from the main office. I'd like to congratulate our very own Red Devil football team for another sweet victory last Friday night. No cap. No cap. <laughs> no cap. And then um, it, it cuts to like, um, he's like, oh, thanks to my best boy, Seth. And then it cuts to like Fred playing catch with his baseball with some baseball friends. And they are like fully adult men. And then, and they're like, "Wow, we never. All they do is win one game, and we won the championships, and they never say thanks to us." And then they're like, "Huh, so true." It's like it's, a fifty-year-old man who's older than the principal saying, "Like, why don't they give yeah. me a trophy?" Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, but this is so we we before that we get the uh, Fred Velma scene in the library. Oh, do we? Yeah. Okay, so she's like. Um, She's just in the library. It's her natural habitat. Velma needs to be reintroduced after her opening scene. We see her in the library. She's reading books because she's a nerd and they love to read books. <laughs> um, and she walks in and she sees Fred and he's like looking up books or photocopying or something. I don't know. And she's like, <laughs> oh, hi, you you must be Fred Jones. And he's like, come to gawk at the newly minted orphan. Like, come to gawk at the newly minted 40-year-old orphan. <laughs> he's like, I've learned a lot since this morning, and now I know that people love to bully orphans. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, wait, no, I would never. <laughs> I'm Velma. And he's like, yeah, I know. I, I was in class with you. No, she, no, he's like, you're Velma Zinkley. And she's like, how did you know that? He's like, we go to the same school. <laughs> we go to the same school in a small town in Ohio. <laughs> we, we were in the same. She's like, we went to the, we were in the same geometry class and you sat at the back so no one could cheat off you. And they're like, she's all like, right, oh, snitch That Velma. was me. Yeah, like, okay. It was it that much of a problem. <laughs> you had to sit at the back. Um, and she's like, oh yeah, that, that was me. That's so funny of me. She has uh, TV autism. She, she, that's literally it. She has like Sheldon Cooper disease. She has Sherlock disease. She's like, oh, I only love science. Um, yeah, she, she's just talking to me. She's like, oh, you love demonology. My mum loves demonology. Ha ha, it's a natural grief thing that you just get into demonology. And he's like, it's nothing to do with grief. I saw a real demon. And she's like, oh, my mum's a demon too. My, I'm sorry, I'm bad at social stuff. Uh, I follow my mystery science where she leads. <laughs> I love She's, science uh, because it's black and white answers. There's it's no black and white. Area. There's no gray areas in science, famously. <laughs> <laughs> there has never been anything subtle in science. Have you ever science heard of quantum physics? Science has only physics? got a yes or no answer. And that's why everyone... Yeah, that's what papers say in science. They say this is true and this is not true. Papers at the end in their conclusion, they always say, we don't need any more funding. This probably doesn't need any more research. Uh, don't worry about it. it we solved it. <laughs> it it's, 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 it's a lot. They, they, uh, this is what we mentioned earlier, really, but they do seem to be like acting in completely different genres yeah. of like, fiction. Because she'll be like, oh, sorry, I'm bad at social interaction. He'll be like... That thing killed my parents. <laughs> I've got to get it. If it's the last thing, I, you're going to take me to your mother's shop and you're going to show me the demon texts. <laughs> She's like, ooh, uh, um, I guess so. Oh, oh, after you don't see. He's like, um, why have yeah? Because he's like, Mimi is six, and she's like, that says the normal thing that people do when you when you meet with them, where she goes, why six? <laughs> That is He's a, like baseball practice. Because that is an evening time to meet somebody. Because <laughs> that's normal. Maybe he has to eat dinners first. I don't know. 
why would you ask that? Um, he's got to go to adult baseball. Is the thing. He has to go to adult, but he has to go to major league baseball practice. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's when we get the the standoff between Daphne and Ophelia. Yeah, they they announce the homecoming nominees. One of them is a man. Do you get it? It's funny because he's, he's gay. gay. He's like the <laughs> most gay guy that's ever existed. He's like, he's oh, like, thank God. He's, he's one like of Ophelia's friends. He does the little Which hand I, flop. I think Ophelia is better because she has gay friends and Daphne doesn't. That's true. Maybe we're on Ophelia's <laughs> side. I mean, she seems normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's not true. I will, <laughs> I will say they have, like... Obviously, like, the actors are, like, too old and stuff, but I will say the costume department has fucking nailed it. Like, the 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 fashion that all these kids are wearing is plucked straight out of Euphoria. It's plucked straight off TikTok. They all look like Gen Z yeah. outfits. They do look like Gen Z outfits. I hate Ophelia's yellow th- outfits just because really? I think I just hate... I hate pastel yellow so much. Oh, I, I love just, it. I just hate them. She's got like the, um, this like pastel yellow like tight t-shirt with like a heart cut out in the front, and then yeah. she's got those like yellow clip hair slides. I think she looks good. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'm just a hater. <laughs> maybe I hate millennials. Um, millennials? Gen, Gen Z. Z. I am a millennial. Uh-huh. Ooh, maybe I hate myself. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, they have a. She has a standoff. Daphne does with Ophelia because they're like rival cool girls. Ophelia, very bad line readings, very strange, very mysterious. <laughs> yeah, very weird, like, stresses on, yeah, on like, the on wrong words. words. <laughs> Daphne's, like, a lot better than this. Daphne's, like, having a normal conversation, and Ophelia will be like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> she's, she's like, she's aren't like... you used to being second best Ophelia? And she's like, no, ha, we'll see who comes out on top. This party's the place to be tonight. Yeah, she's like, I'm there. declaring this party the place to be. And she holds up, like, Shaggy's flyer. Yeah, which, like, is lucky for Shaggy, because I don't know if anyone would have gone otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> and she, like, slams it into Daphne's chest as she, like, drops off. And Daphne seems really flustered by this. And I'm like, this is nothing. This is, this is like, child shit. But Daphne's like, oh, what if Ophelia displaces me as the queen of the school? A, D- a Blake must be a queen always. Um, we gotta it's... keep this monarchy hereditary. Yeah, we gotta we gotta keep the the Blakes in charge. We don't know why they're so important in the town, but hopefully this will be expanded on in episode two. Mm. Um, once it hits its funding once, goal, once it's <laughs> once it's years. funded and filmed and edited. Um, <laughs> God, that, surely that must take so long. I know. <laughs> You just, wouldn't you just want to do it all at once? Like, there's a reason people I just, film all these things at once. It's so much easier to do things all at once. I, it's not just that they're going to release it, right? It, they are literally, are they literally filming it? They're literally funding to film it. The vision is well underway after the completion of our state-of-the-art long pilot episode. <laughs> hour long, is it? Yeah. It's not really. It's, it's 50 minutes. F- f- 53 minutes, it's not an hour. But with the ad break. <laughs> oh, with the ad break, of course. <laughs> The vision now is moving forward to create not only an entire season, but a full universe with a with a capital U, that is just as high quality as anything you might see on television or Netflix. That all starts here with episode two. As you see from our pilot, we have an extremely talented cast and crew who are able to create magic on a very small budget. Imagine the things we'd be able to do with your continued support. Our hope is that we can continue to immerse you in the worlds of Mr. Incorporated and build an entire 12 episode season. And bring the story to life in all new ways that we believe audiences have been dying to see. 
and then it's got great promotional pictures of them all looking a hundred billion years old <laughs> fred's like what's he doing okay have you seen these i have seen them yeah they're like green I've... ones yeah yeah what's fred doing with his hands fred is <laughs> he's like a, he's, he's he's like a doll he's, getting, he's like a mannequin he literally is he's getting ready to clap he's he's a doll that you can put um a baseball bat attachment into his hand Mm-hmm. that's true he's like yeah he's a little a little model with the yeah that can hold stuff uh daphne very tits forward yeah i will say one thing that really bugged me and I, we, we texted about this when we were watching it but um it really bugs me that daphne's hair throughout this whole pilot episode is like really frizzy i guess from it's so bad straightening it or dye or something and it's like listen there's one thing i know about daphne blake she would never yeah. ever have frizzy hair like I think it's because it's her real hair, yeah. Um, and they've just like in order to get it to that like light orange, sort of blondy ginger color, they've just had to bleach it to shit and then dye it. And I think this is why people often wear wigs. Yeah, well, like Velma, we're <laughs> when... pretty sure is wearing a wig. Yeah, that's got to be a wig. Yeah. I think. Um, I think you can sort of tell, but like, it, and it's fine. It's like you know, I think as far as this show goes, it would be fine to wear a wig. Um. Because Daphne's hair in this, yeah, it does look like kind of very damaged. Um, she really, really pulls you out of it if you, <laughs> if you're, if you're like us, if you know about the law. But then so does Fred's slightly receding hairline. <laughs> so, so does Fred's slightly receding hairline and wrinkled, calloused face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, that bullies forehead wrinkles, which are extremely pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. So uh... Shaggy gets bullied by the football boys that aren't Seth, his like cronies, into mm. buying them drugs. Yeah. They give him. Is there like cash. Norville? Are you coming to this party? And he's like, huh, Yeah, I might make an appearance. Ahaha! Ah, they don't know it's his party. Um, but they're like, can you get us drugs? Because you used to get us drugs. I mean, want drugs. And he's like, I don't do that anymore. I'm going straight. And they're like, no, we're going to kill you unless you get us <laughs> drugs. <laughs> he's like, damn, how am I going to get out of this one? <laughs> Time drugs. Time to get drugs. Like, sure, I guess they will. Um, and what gets me right is that they give, okay. him, they give him money to get them drugs. I would just run off with this money. I yeah. don't know, man. They give him an undisclosed amount of money and like a wad and they put it in his like shirt pocket. And I'm like g- g- jumping ahead a little bit, but later on he will give that exact same wad of money to the drug dealer. Mm. And the point of the- his role in this situation is that he takes a cut. <laughs> I mean, I think he sort of does because he gets two for one on the drugs and I think yeah, he takes doesn't keep one either of them. Of them. Does he not? No, they have both of them. Do they? Yeah. I thought he took one in because that's why the, when they're like, oh, your eyes are red. Are you doing drug? Or is he just doing like normal weed? I think he weed? was just smoking weed. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to be. <laughs> Joy juice. We'll get into it. Yeah, because they're like, get us some jingle jangle. The good shit. It's like, guys, you can't crib this much from Riverdale. That's not, that's not allowed. Come like, on now. Yes, we can. Yeah, we can we can do what we want, aren't we, stinkers? Um, <laughs> yeah. So Fred and Velma meet after school in like a diner kind of thing, and we get a little pterodactyl ghost reference from my mm. Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed live action film, also the animated series, but also the original series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But 
Dr. Jacobo. Dr. Jacobo. <laughs> Jacob Jacobo. Like, he was he was crazy and imagined a pterodactyl and then became the pterodactyl. <laughs> he became what what he feared the most, the pterodactyl. <laughs> Yeah, and she's just like, listen, you are definitely... She, she's, like, gaslighting him. This is very Velma from Mystery Incorporated, I will say. Yeah, it's very funny, though, because he's, like... Is it in the scene or the scene where they get into the shop where he's, like, don't you want to find out, Yeah, like, if, if, if magic is real? You're afraid, because if, if you don't have science, you'll have nothing left. Well, yeah, no, he's, like, you know... He's, like... So you're going to criticize your mom for like drinking and staying inside all the time. But isn't what you're doing the same? Yeah. Reading, reading books and studying hard at school. <laughs> that is the same as um, being an alcoholic. And getting obsessed with demonology. It's yeah. like what you're doing is retreating into your school books, work, science, things that's unhealthy. I mean, maybe she needs a more of a social life, but like he's just—he's just like—he's just really beating on her in these scenes. No, and it's not like Fred. I don't know how to tell you this, but um, having a drinking problem is definitely worse than it's a little it's reading a, little a lot. Worse. <laughs> it's like a bit. yeah. He's just like really bullying her into like coming on his insane demon hunt with him. But like again, like I sort of Kiefer Sutherland. You think if science leaves you, you'll have nothing left. <laughs> you'll be nothing. Um, she's like, oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> I guess you're right, Fred. I'll help you out. It's <laughs> <laughs> peer pressured into doing demonology. Yeah, it happens all the time. It does. Um, Shaggy goes to meet his drug dealer. Um, who, is Flim- who is Flim Flam? It's Flim Flam. Listen, it's Flim Flam, the child drug dealer. <laughs> Um, and we know this because he's wearing a, a fun yellow jumper and also he's literally credited as Flim Flam. Yeah. Um, it's vaguely Hispanic, so you know he's Flim Flam. Yeah. <laughs> so. Listen, it's fine. It's fine. Our Hispanic character is the bully. Our black kid is the bully. Um, it's, there's nothing, meaning, meaningless. It's meaningless. It's fine. What? There's nothing wrong here. Um. The, it's just, this is such a scene because then he's like I don't like being in this dark scary alley and the bully and the bully the drug, drug dealer is like yeah that's why I use it people people hate doing people, no one comes here because it's a dark scary alley so it's where I do my, my drug deals and he's like oh yeah that makes sense <laughs> I thought you were a drug dealer I don't think this is how drug deals work I don't know man I feel like usually you just get in someone's car yeah right <laughs> this, this this so he asks the drug dealer is just like, what do you want? Like, do you want jingle jangle, fizzle rocks, or something stronger? And now to me, right, I'm like, so we're referencing the the two drugs in Riverdale, or something stronger. And as we know, in Riverdale, there are three drugs. There's jingle jangle, there's fizzle rocks, and there's heroin. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the special third one. That's the third one. So I was just there like, okay. Where's this going? But it's not. Flim Flam reaches into his jacket and produces these vials of what just look like. It just looks like GHP. It just looks like roofies. Mm. Um, and it's like joy juice. My joy own juice. creation. I, co- I cooked this up myself. It's a brand new thing. It's a lucky charm in a bottle, yo. I wouldn't trust that shit. I'd be like, but what is that? What does it do, though? <laughs> like, what's, the, what's the chemical compound that makes that up? What drug is it? 
Yeah. Listen, dude, what drug is this? Because <laughs> I'm not taking PCP. Like, <laughs> I'm not taking something if I don't know what it is. Yeah. What is this drug? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's joy juice. It's joy juice, man. If Take I... the joy juice. Am I sniffing it? Am I drinking it? I mean, I assume that's you not mentioned. It, but it... I mean, presumably. But like, what if it was poppers? <laughs> I mean, it's also in like a vial. Like, you could feasibly inject it. Yeah. Should I take like, this it? Could be anything. How am I taking this? Do I put it in my eyes? It's a suppository. Do I sniff it? What is this? <laughs> am I suppositing this in my in my Tory? If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like. He's like, damn, joy juice. That's so true. Okay, okay. Thank you. I'll take, Thank you, Mr. Drug Dealer. I'll take one. I'll take two. Yeah, he's like, it's two for one, bro. Get two. <laughs> so he gets two. Um. Then we get. Then we get to the most realistic rave, underground rave that has ever been put to film. So the posters for this event said underground rave, and they're being posted around a high school, which. You would think that the underground rave would be held somewhere like a warehouse or a barn or an abandoned building, somewhere where, like, it's not a legal licensed establishment. Yeah. It is. It's a rave. It's a rave. Yeah. But this is hosted in, like, a bar. It's in a it's in a bar. It's in like quite a nice looking bar. It's in a bar, but they're all allowed in. Um And they're all drinking. But there's also other people here because it's a bar. But like but Shaggy's in charge of the music. But it's at a bar. Yeah. Um Unless he set up this bar. I don't know. Like because there's a there's one of the blonde friends of Daphne is there and she's like, Where's Daphne? Where's Sophie? I'm all on my own. And then she sees a random guy and she's like, You haha you in college and he's like yeah you and she's like mm, yeah and he's like oh that that you seem unsure that was like weirdly one of the best acting moments in the whole right? episode seemed like a genuine <laughs> conversation yeah um no not great but <laughs> no not ideal but like kind of kind of funny i guess but like she's also dressed like um a power yeah, why girl. she's just like She's got like her hair in two bunches she's and like, she's like wearing like a short blue sort of yeah. weird outfit and she's got like euphoria makeup but kind of badly done yeah. on her face. She looks like a combination of Cassie from Euphoria in the episode where she's dressed like Oklahoma and also the Powerpuff Girl. Bubbles. Yeah. Bubbles, that's the one. Bubbles. <laughs> um, the, the sound mastering isn't very good. <laughs> it's not, no. And it makes it seem... It goes from like really loud like like club shots where it's just people dancing to like zooming in on a group of people having a conversation and then the music is unbelievably quiet and it's just like yeah you should have them kind of yelling over it it makes yeah it, it makes you it can seem really empty the, yeah then you can have the sort of like close-up miking it's like oh they're yelling loud and they can kind of just hear each other but the music's still loud but instead it's like oh no the music's just actually quite quiet they're just having a normal conversation <laughs> yeah and it's just like and again it's like what i was talking about earlier it suffers from like indie scale where there just aren't that Mm. many people um no it's quite an empty room yeah a lot a lot which is kind of funny because they're all like this is a great party it's like is it is it a great (laughs) party great (laughs) it doesn't seem ideal um so shaggy gives the drugs to the football boys shaggy gives drugs to the football boys they're like what is this he's like it's joy juice 
And they're like, okay, they're like, cool. What is that? No, no further questions. <laughs> okay, Georgie is cool. It's a lucky charm in a bottle. We'll, we'll, we, we're gonna drug a woman with it. Um, they don't tell him that. <laughs> no, they don't. But they're like, listen, you can't inform on us. You have to get us more drugs, else we'll tell your sheriff dad that you're like doing drugs, piece of shit. And it's like, surely, this is like a this is mutually a sl- assured destruction exactly. situation. Where he'd be like, these guys are literally blackmailing me with physical violence into getting them drugs. Also, that's just true. Would I threaten the sheriff's son with revealing his actions to the sheriff? Obviously, he's just going to get away with it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you're buying drugs off the sheriff's kid and you're threatening to expose him to his dad. One of you's going to jail. Yeah. (laughs) I, I can't see this working out well for you. Like, nope, that's the way the system works, unfortunately. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to have to inform you about the police <laughs> and how they work, but it's not normally going to be great. I mean, they're probably, maybe they'd all get away with it in the end because they're all pretty, like, They're football you know. boys, they can run fast. Yeah. Oh my god, did we, oh, I think we must have missed the, um, the really deranged scene of um, Fred at football pra- at baseball practice. We did, sorry. yeah. Sorry, yeah. That was like before him and Velma meet at the diner. Mm-mm. Yeah, because this is baseball. Because that's why they're meeting at six. Um, <laughs> but they have. This is like I think this might be the most deranged scene in the entire <laughs> episode. Boy, because it's just this like weird, like slightly greasy looking mustached coach of the baseball team takes them aside to be like listen i don't know what went on between you and seth and i don't care it's none of my business if you get into a fight then that jeopardizes the baseball team (laughs) (laughs) you have to let these kids if these kids say that your dead parents were bags of shit sucked dick and they were they were nazis and they hated you and they were hated by everyone they ever met and they were disgusting and they smelled bad you have to just take that for the baseball team <laughs> you have to let them do it for the baseball team because i can't do anything to seth his dad's the principal if you what am i gonna him, do a teacher <laughs> you will get suspended if you fight him i'm not allowed to say hey seth could you stop bullying fred because if I do, I'll be immediately fired by the principal, and he could do that if he wanted to. He could do that. And there would, would not lead th- to an There would be tribunal. no consequences. <laughs> so I'm gonna let this kid bully you. You just gotta have to endure anything he says about your stupid dead parents for the baseball team. <laughs> well, Dad, when your parents would be proud of you for doing baseball. He's like, he points to the like foul <laughs> post. He's like, listen, my jurisdiction ends there. Anything that happens outside, you'll still get suspended. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't help you. I can't help you out there, man. Yes, yeah, so just don't think just of like, the baseball. Be careful. Think of the baseball team. We need you. You're a good thrower of baseball. <laughs> um, you're you're great out there, son. Your parents they love your baseball wherever they are now. Rest in peace. And Fred's like, yes, this is reasonable. You're right. I will do it. it for the baseball team. He's like, this is good advice. I don't know, man. Maybe sport is more important in American schools, but this is deranged. I can't imagine. Like, I mean, I, I suppose because in America you can get like scholarships and stuff off it, but like anybody I yeah, knew... I feel that good. But is he that good? And I don't know because like anyone I knew who in school who went on to do sports like semi professionally or on track to do professional sports did it outside of school. Like they went on the school team. 
Like, I knew someone who yeah. was um, about to be in the synchronized swimming Olympic team for the UK, which mm-hmm. is, like, an interesting one. But she was practicing, like, six days a week at an external swim team we didn't have a school I think, team <laughs> i think in america i think the school teams are like a big deal exactly i um, don't know if they have extracurricular ones in the same way that we do no because uh i've seen friday night lights <laughs> um which it's is the, about like football one right yeah american everyone gets football. like super invested in the football teams and like how you play in the school football teams determines like your entire future and stuff and everyone's always looking to recruit them and this is like high school football yeah well because then you get a scholarship to college and then college yeah. you- college football is like crazy big a full ride yeah yeah and it's i don't know if it's the same with baseball in high school um and even so like this kid is probably that's probably not going to happen for him because i don't know if these guys are like that good at baseball well they won the championship well, so last year they said uh, okay that's, maybe it is important <laughs> but we don't know if it's maybe like... maybe he should let himself be bullied <laughs> for the sake of the baseball team but what if it was just the like coolsville championship who are they playing it's against like three other schools yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like with that pageant thing. wins it's just against yeah, it's like it's like 30 other people <laughs> but yeah it's it's just a it's a deranged scene just i think this is a thing that high school it feels like high school shows do near the beginning where they just they have to inform you that the sport is important yeah and it, this character has other stuff going on that is makes their life more complicated and there's always like a sport involved it has and they have to specify which sport because like i love in, like in team, team wolf it's lacrosse <laughs> i love that i love which that is like a thing in american class. schools like it's a thing it is a thing but like in a, in the uk that from a uk perspective that's like a girl's school sport that's like completely it's a, deranged. It's like a private school girl sport. I think we played like yeah. two lessons of it as like a fun. You guys should try this. In my school in would school. never let us play lacrosse. They're like, this is going to kill you instantly. Yeah, it's dangerous. You'll play lacrosse and you'll immediately die. <laughs> <laughs> so we we had like three lacrosse sticks. It's just yeah bizarre. Oh, we do also get the reveal that Scooby is an ex police dog. So a cab now he's a cop. Um. Shaggy does a thing where he like speaks to Scoob and then like acts as if he's he's responding. And I don't know what this is supposed to be in universe if it is just like him imagining conversations with the dog or if he truly believes that the dog is responding to him and he can understand him. I think it's I think it's like we well, you know when you talk to like an animal and it like you talk to a cat and it meows back at you. Mm. And you kind of go like, "Yeah, I know." And you you kind of like you're just putting your own thoughts onto what the cat is meowing. Yeah. I think it's that. But the fact that Scooby the dog in this show doesn't act at all. No. He mostly just kind of sits there. So there's no like there's no like whine or like woofs that Shaggy's responding to. He's just like mm. looking at a silent dog who's hungry for treats yeah. and going like, Yeah, I know, Scoob. You really had my back there, didn't you? You really God, you really had my bag, stupid dog. And dog's just like, I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing playing off that scene. It's kind of awkward and weird. Yeah. Um, the next scene is drove me insane because it's with Seth and Daphne in the car on the way to the race. <laughs> and he, he, like, pulls the car up somewhere and is like... <laughs> she, she says something about Ophelia... 
she says oh we're late like this is gonna look this is gonna look really bad and this is just gonna help ophelia with her like chances of winning and whatever and he's like don't worry babe she's never heard of being fashionably late (laughs) no she's got no fashion yeah he's like don't worry babe i've sorted it me and some of my cronies have bought some real drugs that we're gonna put in a drink so that she drinks them and then we're going to take videos of her doing drugs and we're going to post them online so she'll go to drug jail <laughs> drug jail and be fired from school <laughs> and <laughs> and won't be able to be homecoming queen and then you can win homecoming queen and these are the stakes and this is what i've done that's reasonable in response to these stakes uh, my gift to you your my gift to you my queen it's bizarre like he's he is, and he like the acting also isn't very good, so he's not like selling it at all. He comes across as like extreme movie villain while he's saying yeah. all this. Like he's got a little smirk on his face, and he's there like, "My gift to you, my queen." Um, but it's like you're talking about roofing someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually really cool and reasonable to roofie someone. I mean, it's supposed to be bad. Like we're not yeah. meant to be like. Oh, this is reasonable. Like Daphne's horrified, but like her response, and this again is this is the this is the Daphne um, uh, conflict that her character is facing. Is is it okay to be the queen of high school if it involves roofing other girls in order to get ahead? which is it's, it's li- a hard one it is a hard one listeners it's, it's I don't a challenging know where, one where we're all should i should i ruin someone's life because of homecoming let's do a twitter poll on, on our podcast account asking if this is okay yeah i'm not sure um well it's a difficult conflict luckily she 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 makes the right choice and when they put it on ophelia's drink she like deliberately spills it yeah but that was also um, an insane scene for other reasons like she <laughs> like she she like dramatically pushes the drink out of Ophelia's hands and Ophelia is there like what the fuck what are you doing and she's there like that drink was full of calories, calories. and we all know I gotta maintain my bitchy those. persona yeah and it's there like you could just tell her it was roofied you can be like oh I saw oh yeah but that would be portraying her like roofie character friends. of of yeah portraying her like nice roofy friends that she likes and has uh, and she's like, it's all the calories. And then she throws her drink on Daphne and is like, now you're all wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, I'm so wet. No, it's just yeah. like, she's, she like saves Ophelia and then like her comeuppance is just like having a drink thrown on her. And she, she acts like someone has stabbed her in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Um, but yeah, Fred and Velma... Um, they find a book with Latin in it. Ancient Latin in it. That, it's ancient Latin that Velma can read because she knows Latin. She knows ancient Latin. Latin. Um, and she... Um, and and Fred is like, oh, we've got to research the demons that are real. Look at all these demon books that your mum has. We should read from this demon book. That seems like a good idea. I'm making you do it. Otherwise, you're a coward and you don't love science. Um, what, I don't, so... what I don't get about this scene, right, is he finds this little bit in the book that's written in, quote-unquote, ancient Latin. Yeah, and Latin is written in Latin alphabet, which is the same mm-hmm. alphabet we have. We can, as people who speak English, read a Latin word out loud. We don't yeah. know what it means, most of us, mm-hmm. but we can say it because it is in an alphabet that we understand. And he's like, yeah. Velma, you have to read this because you understand Latin. In Latin, it's like like he's not like, he's not, not saying translate it for me. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. she just reads it out loud. Yeah, and it's like. like 
why couldn't you have done this if you were so keen on it? Because like, if she could understand it, then she'd be like, no, because it's an evil spell and I shouldn't do it because I understand Lan. But instead she's like, I'll read it if you're telling me to. It's like, does she understand Lan? I don't think so. She says she does. Yeah, so oh, she reads the spell and oh shit. the scene where it becomes really obvious that her glasses don't have any lenses in them. Yeah. I didn't notice that, but are they just like... <laughs> They're just like the 3D the glasses with the lenses popped out. Kind of yeah. Thing. That's very good. Um, yeah, they they read the they read the book. Uh, it summons Minor Forty Nine, the the guy the 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 you know him yeah you know him he's our he's our pal series live action movies Minor Minor Forty Nine he's, um, he's he's a minor and they're like oh shit demons are real and we summoned one and then they read the book and they're like okay according to this we've according to this bit after this bit that we just read it says <laughs> beware if you said these words <laughs> then you even hope you didn't say them but if you did then you've unleashed the 13 pillars and they're gonna bring around the hell coming you've created a hell portal ah uh, whoopsie doopsie yeah and they're like i guess we've created and the fred <laughs> makes the funniest face because he, he looks like someone's told him that like that someone's like scraped his car or something he's just like oh oh he's not like what the fuck hell is real he's like for fuck's sake <laughs> he's like uh can't believe we've opened a portal cell. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe we've done this. <laughs> it's just, it's very funny. Um, meanwhile, Shaggy runs into the Hex Girls outside the Yeah, they're, they're the band. They're the band. We love them. Um, they look great. Yeah, they look great. <laughs> um, that's as that's as nice as I can be. They They sound great. Yes. Um, it musically yes because it's um, the song that we know and love they're deeply hot uh, they're introduced in this really deranged like you know the camera goes on one of their faces and they say something and it goes on the next one and they say something and it goes on the next one and they say something but it's so stilted and awkward and their acting is so bad the acting is it's awful so bad and the editing has left such a long time between when they say things and there's like no it's the kind of thing where what you would want it's like a it's like a bad tiktok it is it's the kind of thing where you would want if you're outside a club you want to be able to have like uh you could you should be able to hear a bass line in the background like from the club yeah because it's just silent yeah they're in the, the garage soundproofed yeah and it's like you should there should be some background noise here and there's none yeah. <laughs> the first one appears is like um, we're the band that Shaggy hired for the event. And the next one's like, yeah, aren't you gonna help us carry this heavy equipment? And then the last one's like, hey, thanks, doll, and like, hands him like a, a drum, like a, a snare. She, she, yeah, she she's very hot, though. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. wearing a harness. I was like, Ooh. She's, like she's got like a nose piercing. I'm like, hello. <laughs> um, but she, but. Uh, bad acting bad acting on display in this in this little scene mm -hmm. and if this episode is to be believed they're recurring characters they i was i was gobsmacked <laughs> at the end like not because i was like oh what a twist but because i was like no they're not they're gonna do more <laughs> they're gonna do more acting yeah um yeah it's it's very funny but it's not 
good. It's not good. It's not good. No. Shaggy's like doesn't say anything either. So there's like no. Yeah, he's like there's no like backwards and forwards. No. He's just like, oh, the band. I hope they're good. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, they go and they do their set. Yeah, they sing with the Hex Girls, and we're gonna put a spell on you, and it, and we love to hear it, obviously. Yeah. And everyone in the crowd is like, yeah. And Shaggy's like, oh, this is going really well. Yeah, he's like peeking through the curtain, like people like my party. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so. Like, okay. Are you enjoying your party, Shaggy? Know. You know. That's like the only clue. Great Gatsby. Got. Yeah. Also, he left Scooby <laughs> in the car for presumably yeah. the whole night. He was like the the air conditioning's on and the <laughs> windows. His favorite music. Yeah. The dog is fine. He's not dying in the van. No, he's he's yeah. He's doing a, a great Gatsby thing where he's like, I I'm just making the party. I will not enjoy it. Um, Fred and Velma are there. They're looking for the miner. Yeah, they they figured that they're attracted <laughs> to light, so they're like, oh, he's got to be at the party where the most light would be. Yeah, at the at the rave. I will say that the miner is going to be the only miner at this party. That's so true. <laughs> Everyone is 34. Um, Everyone is 45 years old. Um, Fred coins the term minor 49er as well because he's because Velma's like, the last mine here was in 1949. And he's like, well, let's get this minor 49er. And it's like, wow, that's so natural. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> that's good. Good job, guys. What does, what does ancient Latin have to do with an American minor? That's so funny. <laughs> With an American, an American, an American miner? when what? I'm a minor, and when I'm, I'm a minor, and I'm American. Like you said, the only American miner on the show. Um. <laughs> so like she, because the whole thing with like the miner is that he's he's like seeking light. So Velma's like, okay, I'm gonna move all the stage lights into one spot so we can like mm, trap, trap him, him in the in the, in the, the light, and then and then I'll figure out how to send him back. <laughs> yeah. And so we have the scene, which is, I think, quite well choreographed in terms of fights. But it's like mm. Fred fighting minor 49er. He's got a baseball bat. He's, he's at the party. He comes to the party yeah. and he freaks everyone out and they all run away. And the Hex Girls just like very funnily, like casually walk off stage, which I initially was like, is this just like weird acting? But did have a, a purpose yeah. in the end. So, okay. But it, it still wasn't great acting for that purpose. No, it was. It wasn't great. Like you either should look sinister and pleased or you should look scared. And they just yeah. look sort of like, hmm. I guess it's time to get off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Um, so they have this like fight scene between Fred and the minor and it's it's exactly like in Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed where Daphne is fighting the Black Knight ghost and Velma is mm. reading from the big spell book to try and find his yes. weakness and it, it's taking her a while, so this is the exact same thing but like shorter and um it doesn't have Sarah Michelle Geller in go go boots and a t shirt of her own face. So yeah. not as good. <laughs> um <laughs> And he keeps like yelling at her, and she's like very slowly flipping through the pages of this book. Which is just like, I'm trying to find how I can send him back. It's like, why would you not do this before you got here, or like on the way in the car? Right out. You come up with this whole, you come up this whole like light plan, and in that time you haven't like looked through the book at all to like find whatever (laughs) magic Latin words you're supposed to be saying. Yeah, like take a picture, write it out on the notes app, maybe translate it just so you know. Mm-hmm. But no, she's got to do it there and then. But she does. She does manage it. And right before Fred is about to get like murked by the miner, um, the miner gets turned to dust. 
And then it's revealed yeah. that Daphne was standing there watching the whole time. Yeah, because she went to the bathroom and she got drinks spilled on her and she's like, what was that? He's like, wait, you were here? Like, I feel- But we, we don't know what happened after this. We just like, maybe they talked. We yeah. don't know. Because like, it just cuts to like the fallout after that. So it's like fallout at school. Uh, everyone's like bullying Daphne. Well, I feel Leah's friends are. Like, her friends aren't. They're just like, um, I thought it, I heard it was a homeless guy on meth. And the other one is like, I heard it was something, there was a guy trying to scare us before the football game. Daphne, what do you think? And Daphne's just like looking into space. Um, and then she makes like intense eye contact with Fred, which she did earlier in the in the show for some oh, yeah. reason. <laughs> uh, and she just like makes a vague face and like does like intense eye contact. Um, yeah, and then Ophelia walks by and is like, huh, I see you got dry clothes now. Like, got him. Okay. <laughs> Tear it to shreds. Like, the, only, the only thing that you can do worse than getting drink on you is being an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's like a shot of Shaggy's dad doing some like police investigation into what happened. And he's got like, he's got one of the vials of joy juice. Uh, okay. presumably the second one and his like deputy or whatever comes in and is there like uh we found this flyer some guy mm. called shaggy put the event on and he's like damn who's shaggy and they're like i don't know who shaggy is but i'm sure it wasn't him there's a whole song about it um if you <laughs> <laughs> wasn't him <laughs> it wasn't him <laughs> He like writes who is Shaggy on a post-it note, which I thought was very <laughs> funny. And all while this is going on, Fred's doing another monologue where he's like, Ghoulsville settled in as it always did and papered over the things that had happened. The adults tried to rationalize what had happened and the kids let it go. And it's like, okay. Okay, Jughead. Okay, okay, Jughead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and but then- they're like, oh, it was a drug-fueled incident. That's what happened. There's no ghosts. Yeah. But then we get, like, the... So he doesn't go to, like, credits just yet. It goes to a black screen and it says, In loving memory of Joe Ruby and Ken Spears. Yeah. Are they... I mean, it doesn't... It doesn't yet. First of all, we hit, oh, we get, we hit the Hex Girls. I think they're just after that. I think we get Velma's mum before that. Wait, do we get the... Do we get that scene? That yeah, we get, we get Velma's mum first. Um, so she, she like, she wakes up from a Jack Daniels infused yeah, yeah. um, has a big swig from the bottle and then yeah. looks for the book and she's like scared and then she calls Yeah, someone. she, <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I've lost it. And then the sort of scary voice is like, it's too late. The pillars have been unleashed and the, the ghosts are out. The, the reckoning is going to happen or whatever it's called. Uh, the event um and she's like oh no and it's it's scary and then we cut to the hex girls who are like they're trying to act again (laughs) they're trying Um, they're like wow what how are we supposed to know that these rank amateurs would come and steal the ghosts before we could do it we the witches oh madame Van Gool will be so mad, but we've been training as witches, and now we will. We've gonna get the soul of, of the miner, and then they chant, and the miner appears, and then he gets like zoomed into their necklaces, and they like absorb him. Mm. Um, and Shaggy's watching, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They don't. And then they're like, ah, third, that's one of the 13. 12 to um, and I just, and then that's the point where I realized that this is all a reference to like the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo and I felt insane. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's different. Yeah. Because like, it's not the, it's not the 13 Ghosts from the 13 Ghosts. But no. But it is no. like. But they are, yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing off that, of that thing that exists. That's yeah, why it's 13, yeah. I guess. Which is funny. Uh, and they're witches and they're hunting ghosts. And I guess this re- is recurring um and then we see the black knight and he appears and he kills a guy yeah there's a guy smoking outside and he's like you can't be out here buddy and then you look up and it's just it's like actually quite a good costume yeah and there's like a scary knight and he kills him i think this is the music guy who plays himself oh probably yeah i mean i wouldn't know <laughs> like he's no not famous. we don't we don't know who this it's guy not Ed is Sheeran in, in game of thrones <laughs> no it's almost as good <laughs> it's better um it is better yeah, and then and then it yeah, and then it says like in memory to um fucking Spears and um Ruby. Was Ru- yeah, Ruby and Spears, classic creators of Scooby Doo as we all know. Um they're they're very grateful for this. They're they're saying thank you for this in memoriam for people who've been dead for a long time. They like um, the characters. They liked it. They like it. They were they love Scooby Doo class famously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they wanted more Scooby Doo, uh, Ruby and Spears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we get the credits. Um, and from Indiegogo, we know that the second episode with the Black Knight Ghost is called "What a Night for a Night." Hmm. Which I think was the like original title. Yeah. No, it is "What a Night for a Night." Yeah. So they have taken so the episode. They've just they've just stolen the episode title. <laughs> That's cool. That's fine. That's not copyright infringement. That's probably fine. Well, it's fine. Big studios are notoriously non-litigious, so <laughs> I I just I I would love to know if anyone is paying attention to this and what their thoughts are who is uh in charge of the, of this particular IP. I think that would be very interesting. I mean, it has it's been out for like four days and it has almost 400,000 views. The thing is, they got the audience. Um, yeah. I literally... Well, they, they seem to. Yeah, I watched the first five minutes when it premiered because I had them on notifications and it's like That's the only so YouTube funny. channel that I did and I was like, wait, what the fuck? They actually made I'm it? I'm getting a notification. Wait, this is real? <laughs> yeah, so I like, in conclusion, not great. Not great. No, no, not 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 perfect. Um, <laughs> by any stretch of the word. Um, but you know, we'll like, we'll probably watch the second episode if and when they make oh, it in two thousand and twenty-four. Yeah. So you can look forward to seeing that. This episode did take two years to make. Right, because their like meet the cast interviews were two years ago. <laughs> yeah, when they were only like twenty-eight. <laughs> When they were only 34. When they were only 46 (laughs) rather than 48. Um, (laughs) It's just... See, I feel like I really can't complain that much because this does feel like it was made for me. It is very funny. And I I respect them for putting this level of effort and time into something that feels very doomed. Yeah. I think that's very enjoyable. And I really respect that sort of that can do attitude being like well this is obviously doomed to failure but we're gonna do it anyway because we like believe in ourselves yeah 
I think is very fun. Exactly. Uh, very funny that they're trying to fund it one episode at a time. Also incredible. I know, Does that mean they have to like just... rehire out all the sets and get all the get actors the actors back. back, work do continuity for like the fucking hair and makeup. It just it just seems like a much more difficult way of doing <laughs> doing anything. Anything. <laughs> like why don't they just try and fund the whole series? Yeah. From now. Well, they they have said so in the. Where's it gone? So they've got their stretch goals. And they said, mm. our main goal right now is getting these episodes to you in the same matter that, that a normal show like Riverdale or Supernatural would. To do that, we need more crew on all sides of production, otherwise the episodes have to become shorter. So with episodes two and beyond, we want to offer these stretch goals. So $15,000, 15 minutes of episode two, estimated end of July. End of July, okay. 30 15, minutes of episode 50. two. Oh, it's good to do it by minute. That's good. That's good. Now that... Now that is TV writing. $100,000. Full hour long episode two. Estimated end of July. $200,000. Full hour long episodes two and three will be shot back to back. End of July. That's a better way of or, doing it. Or the top stretch goal is $1 million. Which says, with this final stretch goal, we can film the entire season, then with release the episodes weekly. one million dollars. <laughs> Do you think that's like... I don't understand how it... <laughs> I don't understand how this scales. How does 15 no. minutes cost 15 grand, but 30 minutes costs 500? 500 like grand. 50,000. 50, like... Yeah, $50,000. 50, this is just like, why... Why would you... So this this thing that they're doing with they're like oh we've reached our goal of ten thousand or something is literally for fifteen minutes of episode two. Like who wants fifteen minutes of an episode that's supposed to be an hour long unless exactly. the episode is gonna be fifteen minutes long? Exactly, and also the first episode got like twenty four thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and that was an hour. So. Why is it now a hundred thousand dollars for an hour? I feel like you could almost do multiple episodes at once and reduce at once, the cost. and then that would be cheaper. Yeah. Estimated end of July. That's deranged. That's not going to happen. That can't happen. Funny if it does. There must be so much planning involved. You like editing and scoring and everything. I don't know if I don't know if they took takes too much time on either of those but yeah <laughs> like this just seems this is extremely doomed i am excited to watch 15 minutes of episode two though i think that's quite funny yeah if it's just a few <laughs> i don't get how they'll do that how do you make a, an hour show into 15 minutes um i think it's just just it's just the f- first 15 minutes of the episode is like the recap bit where they're like do you remember what happened on the last episode of mystery incorporated and then there's like three or four character scenes and then that's just the end that's because it. they you have to unlock the rest of it with microtransactions <laughs> <laughs> this is and the this future is... of television yeah i mean this is the thing right because also i'm thinking about the fact that there's going to be it's what a 13 episode series because there's 13 ghosts they've mm. already done one that makes sense um 
and like so I was looking through like all the different Scooby-Doo villains and stuff mm. and I do think they've done quite well with like the practical effects on the what we saw of the Black Knight Ghost and I think Minor 49er looked like decent like a little bit like yeah, it's, it's ropey but... but it's like not worse than like the live action one from 2004 exactly. or whatever exactly and the lighting's pretty good so it doesn't look like weird mm. but then like who else are they gonna get in because they could get they could get captain captain cutler yeah i think that's just a dive suit mm. ghost clown ghost clown ghost clown ghost clown uh the, the creeper he's just like a green guy creeper charlie the scary robot i would love that my best friend my best friend bff like redbeard um, space maybe? kook space kook ape man N- never ape him um <laughs> but then then i then i started getting stuck i guess like just a like vampire. making up ones i guess yeah. then are yeah. there are there classic ones from like the later series because i can't think of any well, there's in in some of the later series that they use in Monsters Unleashed, they had like the ten thousand volt ghost and the tar monster. Mm. But I think both of those pose enormous problems if you're shooting on an indie budget. Yeah, I don't think you could do the tar ones, and you don't want to keep it too close, probably yeah. to the live action ones, because that's if you're just using the exact same monsters that they did, that feels a bit hack. But yeah. I don't know if they're worried about that or not. I mean, it's already like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I'm just. I'm so curious about where this falls in copyright stuff because it has to be in violation. But I think if it's fund, I think because they're not selling it, it's technically like it's a fan, a fan thing, and therefore it's legal. That's a little bit genius if that's yeah. True. Like they're funding it by. I think by not. I don't think they say the word Scooby-Doo. And I think that also helps. They say based on, and they call him Scoob. They call him Scoob, but they never say this is a Scooby-Doo thing. They don't call it Scooby-Doo and they never say, oh, you know Scooby-Doo. They just say, oh, it's like similar to these characters, but it doesn't like... I don't know what level breaches copyright. I don't know. But then the characters must be like... Copyright. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think because it's not being sold, that helps them get away with it. But then the Indiegogo stuff, I guess that's technically fundraising and therefore isn't the same as distributing copyrighted material. Yeah. I think. <laughs> if they have managed to figure out some loophole that I don't know about, that's very smart. I think they're just like... Yeah. Chancing it. I, I don't know. It's very interesting. Oh, you can! They did a gaming screen stream, gaming with the gang, stream nine no. months ago. Should wow, I should watch that. <laughs> what do they play? Dead, Dead by Daylight. They play. Oh, okay. Um, they play some Dead by Daylight and answer your questions. I wonder if they're better actors on stream. Do you act on stream? <laughs> I mean, no, but I'd be interested to see how they talk. Yeah. Um. They, they just start talking and like, oh, you're just like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got like, I mean, I think we should wrap this up in a in yeah. a sec. But first of all, I thought it'd be funny just to read some of the, the comments. Yes. <laughs> um, what I'm enjoying is how some of the ones that are very highly voted are liked by the creators and some aren't. Um, <laughs> like this one that says, um, I was not expecting this to be network quality or better. 
As a huge Scooby-Doo fan, I loved all the references and the fact the characters still feel like themselves. Also, that makeup, impressive AF. Not true, not true, not true. Not true, <laughs> not true. Um, but that's been liked by the creator, so that's, like, you know, pinned. This one with 270 says, I actually really like this. At first, I wasn't so sure about it, and it's definitely not perfect, but I hope it continues to get made. I usually can't stand reimagined versions of classic cartoons, Riverdale, high school settings, and cheesy dialogue. But this somehow works. I just hope they keep the focus on the mystery and ghosts and not opt for crappy teen romance like so many of the others. This has not been liked by the creator. <laughs> I think I think that uh, tells us something about the mm. direction of the show. I think they're going to be going for cheesy romance. I um, think they are. Like uh, There were two slow-mo long gazes between Fred and Daphne in yeah. this one episode. I think, which I think is very funny considering that those two are like, the creators of the show. I don't know. That's just like... That's interesting. Making a show so you can watch you and your friend. I don't know if they're together or not. Just like play romantic partners is quite funny. Like yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to role play Scooby-Doo characters and make out on the screen. <laughs> Um, this is such a good and interesting concept. The mixture of references to the wider franchise and the way it's shot like a TV series <laughs> makes it feel almost feel official. The character of Velma is really expertly done, and I enjoy the lead on Shaggy's drug-related references in the older Scooby-Doo days as part of his character here. Um, I like this one. Um, this is 22 up, but so the, the actors were incredible, aside from them looking to be in their late 20s, which may be the exchange of having such a phenomenal cast. It was so spot on, especially yeah. thinking of the Riverdale cast. Incredible. Emoji. And this was not liked by the creator. Yeah. Excuse me, we are teenagers. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, so apparently Joy Juice it says, in love with the deep cut reference to Flim Flam and his lots of luck Joy Juice. So this is like a thing I think Flim Flam has in the in the show. He has something called Joy Juice. Interesting. Cannot see what to wait what you all have in store. Um such a great show. Very impressed by the great quality acting story cinematography. Um I'm finally gonna see the gritty reboot to a TV show that I've always wanted. What a time to be alive. Okay, according to Flim Flam's wiki entry on Scooby-Doo.fandom, yeah. um, even early on before he was an official member, he was able to cure Daphne Blake of werewolfism using his lots of luck joy juice. Well, that's a good sign. Recurring character, methinks. Yeah. <laughs> my fan theory for the Hex Girls in this show. Oh my god. A network needs to produce this as a full series. This is just as good as Riverdale, which I love. This needs to be professionally funded. Hot eyes emoji. There's so much about this I love. It's so well made. I only find Velma a little annoying and Daphne kind of boring. When Fred and Daphne first looked at each other in slow-mo, I felt like it was forced. Overall amazing work. 8 out of 10. Looking forward to it developing. Not that's, liked by the creator. <laughs> that's very funny. Excuse me, it was not forced. It was very natural. This one also not liked. Worth the watch. Lots of cool references and costuming is on point. Some some seeming overacting, but excusable. <laughs> I love how Scooby is his dad's retired police dog and how Scooby snacks are code names for his edibles. I didn't get that. I don't think they are his code for his edibles. Well, this has been liked by the creator, so maybe it's true. But, like... They're giving his, do they're giving his dog weed. Come <laughs> with Jaggy. Uh... This is every time there's like slightly backhanded compliments that are not liked by the creator. Yeah, <laughs> this is really funny because they've liked a lot of the comments. 
This is a great starting point. (laughs) The costume designs, the story, chemistry between the characters, absolutely superb. Some of the acting with the supporting cast feels a little hokey, but the main cast nailed the characters so well. (laughs) Got him. As a former Riverdale fan, I took psychic damage hearing the words fizzle rocks and jingle jangle. (laughs) Former Riverdale fan? What happened? Did you you not like it when they did the cult? (laughs) Him being a drug dealer is a great pop plot point. Yeah, so so a lot of fun, a lot of fun to be had with this. I feel I I can't wait uh, to <laughs> to keep up to date with the with this ongoing project. I d- sorry, I just want to say this this last one. I loved every minute of it, especially the references. I won't say what I saw at the end because of spoilers, but if the next ghost after episode two is who I think it is, then I can't wait to see more. Who, who else, would, else it be? would it be? <laughs> I'm sure. Hope this was actually the. Uh... <laughs> The Black Knight, the Black Knight and, and wasn't actually um, someone else in Black Armor who looks like a knight. It's literally the first episode of Scooby Doo ever. Is the Black Knight ghost? Of course, it's, it's iconic. It's ghost. an iconic. It's called. It's named after that episode. It's the same. It's the same. Of course, it is. Um, yeah. So I think we should just wrap it up now. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any any parting thoughts on on this? Um, I would love to see a second episode. <laughs> I would love to see a delicious, tasty second episode. I would love to see the 15 minutes that they're going to put up of the second episode. I'm very excited for that. Um, we'll have to do a little episode. Um, it's nice to be nice to be back in the in it the Fred is, zone. Yeah. Back in the saddle. Back in the mystery. <laughs> oh shit! Machine. I'm shifting into Fred mode. <laughs> Zoinks! Zoinks! <laughs> um, yeah, it's always nice to be back um, when we do these. Back back where it all began. Yeah. Before we had the the podcasting empire that we now have, yeah. um, the blood throne that we sit upon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a good episode's production now. This is a good episode's production, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. I it's was been good. It's, it's fun to talk about this. I was going insane. I know this is this is this was very funny, and you should give it a watch and maybe you know donate to the Indiegogo just for the content because we need it and you need it. <laughs> this is for both our benefits and for them. They also get something out of it. It's like a win-win-win. Mm-hmm. Um, the only people losing are Warner Brothers, maybe, and who gives a shit about them? <laughs> yeah, if they continue to keep making Harry Potter, then maybe I will support this real <laughs> franchise. I don't believe in copyright anyway. It's all for the best. Um, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fred Says Fuck. Um, Thank you. Thank you. We hope that we see you again soon. Um, set, give us a, give us a, I don't know, give us a, a, a message, like, a tweet, to tweet at us if you enjoyed seeing us back because we we always appreciate our fans. Um, if you actually want to see us somewhere where we're regularly existing, then <laughs> you can you can listen to Who Watches the Watch, which is a podcast which we do about Terry Pratchett books. Mm-hmm. Um, with with other people, or you can listen to Heartspell Immortal Incantations, uh, cross between an investigative journalism podcast and a parody young adult novel writing podcast, in it's which we good. we wrote a book. We wrote a book. We wrote a book. That's and what we did while we were gone. <laughs> yeah, you can listen in in well, not not in real time, but like we do it chapter by chapter each episode. Yeah. Um, or if you want to hear about. Um, Robin's not on it, but I do one about a song of ice and fire called A Song of Babies and Puppies. It's very well liked by some people. It's quite, you know, it's fun. (laughs) 
Um, I think that's the most important ones. Lynchpin is about David Lynch. I do that monthly. <laughs> you can find that wherever you find podcasts. You can see why I haven't been doing this too much <laughs> recently. Um, anything else? Anything else that we need to plug? Um, not that is coming to my mind right now. Nice. Well, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> follow Robert on Twitter. You can follow me, but you should probably follow them uh, instead. Um, if yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. And until next time, whenever that is, uh, stay groovy. <laughs> no promises. Stay groovy. Stay groovy, baby. <laughs> Bye. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na.